This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is your morning briefing for Wednesday the 7th of February. I'm Daryl Jackson. It's expected that the King will hold his weekly audience with the Prime Minister today after his cancer diagnosis was revealed on Monday. The monarch is continuing with his constitutional duties while receiving treatment for the disease. But he has been advised to postpone his public-facing duties. His Majesty is expected to spend most of his time at the Sandringham Estate in Norfolk. Sally Bedell-Smith, a royal biographer, told Times Radio that that will be beneficial. Sandringham is a place where he grew up. I think being there, being out in the Norfolk countryside, surrounded by nature with, uh, you know, with the fields and the woodlands and the broads and all of that that he grew up loving, um, that may be sufficient for him. Um, He is a man of nature. Meanwhile, the Prince of Wales will carry out his first official engagements since his father, the King, was diagnosed with cancer. William will perform an investiture ceremony at Windsor Castle after temporarily stepping back from his royal role three weeks ago after the Princess of Wales also had abdominal surgery. It's also understood he's likely to undertake some duties on behalf of his father while Charles undergoes treatment. ITV's royal editor Chris Shipp told Times Radio it's a difficult time for the Prince. He's just been told his father's got cancer. His wife has just spent 13 days in a hospital having, by all accounts, some quite serious abdominal surgery. William's picking up the, you know, some of the duties of his father. And all the while, he must be looking down the track about you know, what's coming his way. He's the heir to the throne. Uh, and I'm sure he's considered about how much closer that must all feel. In other news this morning, dentists are going to be offered cash incentives to work for the NHS in underserved parts of England. There are also proposals for dental vans to offer services in remote places and teams will be sent into schools to educate and treat children's teeth. Access to dentists is incredibly limited in some parts of the country, with hundreds queuing in Bristol this week when a surgery opened its books for NHS patients. Dr Mani Bardwa is a dentist and told Times Radio that things really need to improve. This reform and this cash injection and this educational programme which may be uh, introduced will definitely make a difference. We need reform in multiple areas. We need a, stra- a clear strategy that's going to work. We can see these scenes of patients lining up and dentists not wanting to work and so on. We, re- we really need to tackle this now before the NHS dentistry does officially collapse. Building HS2 between London and Birmingham but not extending the line to Manchester will be very poor value for money. That's according to a group of MPs who say there are many uncertainties in the government's assessment that it was better to complete phase one of the project than cancel the whole thing. A report from the Commons Public Accounts Committee also says it's highly sceptical that ministers will be able to attract the private investment needed for the planned London terminus at Euston. And for more stories like those, listen throughout the day to Times Radio.